My hands were, were handcuffed behind my back. There was an officer kneeling on my back, holding my hands down. And the other officer was positioning himself so he could get a flush shot. Welcome to It's Complicated. My name is Orlando Bowen, and today we're talking about how we decide to move forward. Do we move forward in faith or do we move forward in fear? Because it is a choice that we have. Actually, there's a Shakespearean quote that I love that says, things are neither good nor bad, but our thinking makes them so. So it starts with our, our mindset around the things that happen to us and then the narrative that we have about those things. So we've been challenged. Yeah, there's been a number of challenges over the last little bit that have shaken how we show up. It's shaken how we work, how we go to school, how we play, how we interact with, with others. A lot of things have changed. And in all of that, there are opportunities for us to make a decision in terms of how we move forward. It could be the worst thing ever that's ever happened anywhere. Or it could be something that we embrace as a gift and move forward in faith. I'm going to take, take you to a specific moment in time. I was face down on the pavement. I was being beaten. My hands were, were handcuffed behind my back. There was an officer kneeling on my back, holding my hands down. And the other officer was positioning himself so he could get a flush shot. As the beating continued and continued and continued, all I could think was, God, don't let me die like this. I got so much in me to give God, not like this. And in that moment, all I could think was, I have to get through this. I have to get through this because I've got a wife and, and, and a one-year-old son and an unborn child. I have to get through this because our community needs us. I have to get through this because folks are going through things and giving up. I have to get through this. And in that moment, I held on to the little bit of faith that, 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 that I, I felt I needed in that moment in order to survive. And recognizing that it wasn't about me. It was about being able to serve. It was about being able to be a dad. It was about being able to be a husband. It was about being able to make a difference. And I dreamt about, I held on to this thought that one day I'd be able to help somebody. I was taken to jail. I was taken up off the ground, put into a, a cruiser and taken to jail. And while I was in the jail cell, I kept asking for a phone call. I just wanted a call so I could call the chief of police who was a good friend of mine or a call that I could call the mayor or a judge or, or my football coach. I just wanted one call, but I kept being denied that call. And I remember there was an officer walking past my cell and, and I heard them releasing people. So I was thinking, well, maybe they're going to come and ask me how I'm getting home like they're asking these other folks. And, and I remember saying, excuse me, sir, when do I get to go home? And he looked at me and he said, home? You're not going home. And then he says, don't you know what you've been charged with? And I said, charged? And he says, yeah, you've been charged with assaulting a police officer, two counts, and possession of a controlled substance. I looked at him and my mouth dropped and I said, what are you talking about? And he looked at me and I had never felt this intense, 
disdain when he looked at me and he said, you know what you look like? You look like a piece of S-H-I-T, you effing a-hole. And in his eyes, there, were, there was this rage and there was this anger and there was this disdain for my presence. And all I could think was, we're not wired to do that. We're not wired to look at each other like that. It, it, it made no sense to me. Now, as we journeyed through that whole process, they eventually came, they opened my jail cell up, and I thought, okay, they didn't give me my phone call, but maybe they're going to you know, open my jail cell and tell me, you know, we made a mistake, you're, you're going home. But instead, when they opened the jail cell up, they handcuffed me to three other guys to take us to the courthouse. That's when I knew that the charges were for real. And in that moment, I'm thinking, it, it was so surreal because I'm thinking, how could I be the spokesperson and be training police and, and be out there with amazing officers going into schools, empowering young people to stand up for the, for the right thing? How could I be one who toured, you know, the, the, the courthouse as a special guest as a, of a superintendent of police and of a judge, and now I'm headed back to that same courthouse in shackles? And that moment, it wasn't easy. But all I could think was, this has to be for a greater purpose. This doesn't make any sense. There was this huge, this huge sense of, of just, just shock. Like, what is actually happening right now? This isn't really happening, is it? But it was for real. The charges were for real. The injuries I sustained at the hands of the assault were for real. The assault ended up you know, ended my football career and challenged me. But I think even bigger than that was this commitment that we had to serve, to make a difference. So in, as we were journeying through, the, you know, we're thinking, how is this going to help somebody, man? How is this going to give hope or give perspective or bring possibilities to somebody? Because it just, none of it makes any sense. But we held on to this faith that it doesn't have to make sense in the moment. But we need to hold on to the faith that it is going to make a difference. That it is going to uplift. That it is going to bring hope or perspective. There's a, an admiral that was captured uh, during a war. Ad admiral James Stockdale. And, and he was held as a prisoner of war for years. And he was tortured along with a number of other soldiers. And uh, went through some incredible... Um, physical challenges, physical beatings, mental uh, tactics to, to break him down, and he was, he was able to survive. And, and when he got back to North America, they asked him, how did you go through all of that and see you're back here, you're positive, you're upbeat? And he talked about what is now called the, the Stockdale Paradox. And it's this notion of holding on to this unwavering faith that we're going to get through whatever the situation is. And in the midst of holding on to it, still being present enough to recognize that you have to deal with what's right in front of you. For us, our faith helped us do that. Our faith helped us understand that this, there's a bigger purpose to this. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense right now. Yeah, we're going through it right now. Yeah, we don't have the answers right now. But as we journey, if we just hold fast to that faith, as we journey, it will make sense in hindsight. 
You know, folks were amped about 2020. 2020 is about vision. 2020 is about growth. 2020 is about perspective. And the dots, oftentimes, they don't connect in the moment. They connect upon reflection. So as we reflect, we've always been committed to doing what we can. And we're choosing to move forward with faith at the forefront. We're choosing to move forward with the understanding that even though we don't have all the answers, that's okay. We have an unwavering commitment to the understanding that people will be better. Things will be better. This world can be better because we've had this experience, this collective experience, this unnerving experience, this, this experience that has shaken everything that we've come to know as our normal. We'll get through it. And we're encouraging, you know, folks to choose faith over fear. Fear doesn't allow you to connect with people. Fear doesn't allow you to see the brilliance. When we're talking about celebrating black brilliance or celebrating indigenous excellence, fear doesn't allow you to see outside yourself oftentimes. There are physiological things that happen in our bodies when we are fearful. But if we move forward in faith, that changes the game. Faith allows us to step into uncomfortable conversations with the understanding and willingness to be vulnerable because we understand that it can make a difference. Faith allows us to embrace some of those, some of the things that, that we're challenged by in the moment if we believe that we'll be better by embracing those things. Faith allows us to, to step into spaces where perhaps... In the past, we have tangibly felt that we're not wanted. <laughs> I remember um, there were these meetings that I would go to where we would be talking about community. We would be talking about young people and, and making a difference and, and engaging them in community activities, right? It was all about that. So I used, to, I used to attend those meetings. I used to contribute to those meetings. And then after my assault, those meetings were still happening. And uh, there was a time where, you know, I, one of the things for me that was, that I wanted to be clear was that my heart for community hadn't changed because of the assault. My heart for difference making hadn't been changed. As a matter of fact, if there was any shift, it was galvanized to understanding, to the understanding that we must do what we can. So I, uh, I showed up at one of those meetings. I was standing outside the door. The meeting was about to start and my knees were weak. My palms were sweaty. And I'm thinking there's people in there that don't want me in there. There are people in there that, that just like that officer staring at me with the hate in his eyes. There are people in there that may feel that as I step into the room. And, and all I could think was I am here for a purpose. And I'm holding on to that faith that... that Sometimes you just have to you just have to show up and give what you can and do give what you have and do what you can because what you have and what you can give is enough. So I stepped into that space and I'm telling you it was one of the most challenging things and as I stepped in there were people that looked and said, "Why is he here?" There were actually people that said, "If he's a part of this committee, I respectfully resign." And others looked at me and they said, "What do you you see what you did Orlando? Why are you even here?" You're making people feel uncomfortable. But for me, family, the thing was, just holding on to this, 
to the thought that this wasn't about us. We were talking about making a difference with young people and in community and creating opportunities. So for me, if it means that I have to feel uncomfortable, so be it. So there were people that left. And there were people that encouraged me to do the same. But I said, I'm not here for the folks that are in the space. I'm here for the cause that's on the table. How we can make a difference. How we could come together. How we could take the things that have challenged us and use it to pour into somebody else's life. And that was in the thick and in the midst of challenge because we had a faith that no matter what happened, the fact that my life didn't end that night was proof that there was purpose in it. And I was holding steadfast to that. So we've been serving ever since. But it's not easy. It's uncomfortable. It's not easy. It's messy. Sometimes it's not easy knowing that you're in a space where there are people who literally don't want you in there. Much less to know that there are places where there, there may be people who want to, yeah, who want to do their part to make sure that you're never able to step back into that space. But we move forward. Because all of this that's been happening, family, is bigger than us. And really, at the end of the day, it's, it's the thing that happens and then the choice that we have. And the choice that is presented us is how we choose to move forward. Are we going to move forward in faith? Are we going to move forward in fear? I choose faith because it helps us see possibilities. I choose faith because it helps us connect with other people and their perspectives. Faith is the reason that I breathe. It's given me an opportunity to have this gift of time with you today. Wherever you're watching, whatever device you're watching on, faith is what has allowed us to step into these possibilities, fam. And it's understanding that this journey that we're on is a powerful journey. This journey that we're on will shift history as people reflect on what we did with this time, how we chose to move forward. Our choice and the choices that we make right now will be etched in the minds of others in terms of what's possible for them. 